0: Welcome back to a new episode of Natural Thoughts and Talks. This is your co-host, Hannah.
1: And I'm Venture.
0: And we have a special guest today. We got Clarissa. Hello. Hello.
1: (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and give me your name and your favorite order at In-N-Out.
2: Oh, okay. Um, My name's Clarissa. Last name, Orna. Um, My favorite order at In-N-Out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I usually do protein style, double, double extra lettuce, extra tomatoes, whole mm. grilled onions and fries. Two mm. sides of fries.
1: She's a veggie girl.
2: I do no lettuce.
0: Really? On mine, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I like lettuce. It just it, it's too much. It's like it messes with the rhythm of me eating it. Yeah. So I just take no lettuce, but I do do the grilled onion though. Loved grilled onion.
1: Yeah, if I'm going to do lettuce, I want the whole patty wrapped in lettuce. Never try that one. It's all right, that's but... That's
2: the protein style. Right? Okay. So
1: that's how, is that how you do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you don't do bun and double lettuce. You just do protein style.
2: Yeah. So the, and then you do double lettuce. So it's like
1: oh, extra so it's in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, so you're just having a salad at that point with like a <laughs> little bit. And yeah. So that'll be good. Uh, how was your day today? My you day? You having a good day? You feeling all right?
0: Yeah. Started work super, super early. I, um, I work at Madewell, but we, uh, when we get new products in, I have to be there at five in the morning, so I woke up at four, um, and then I was there from five to eleven. So it's going like slowly going down now. Like I'm a little tired, but it's fine. Yeah. I've
2: never been to Made. What What is Made Well?
0: It's a retail store. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like we got jeans, jacket, basically like a regular store. Oh, cool. Clothing store. Um.
1: So would you say everybody shops there, or is it just like rich white ladies from around here? I mean,
0: it, I mean, it is a. It's it is expensive. Like t- shirts are like sixty dollars for like a very plain basic t-shirt um but nope, I mean we get like a so good variety would you of honestly
1: recommend that she shops there like would you or are you like nah, go somewhere else okay. i, w- I mean, yeah, would you shop there if you didn't have a discount
0: um As a a college student, no. Oh, see. (laughs) If I had money, I would. Yeah. But if I don't, I mean, yeah, the only reason I shop there is because I get a really good discount. I like that.
1: I I don't think that counts. Like, if I had this, then that would. That'd be like, well, would you marry that girl? Well, if she had a better job (laughs) and she had this and she wasn't so annoying, then I would, right? So the answer is no. But so funny. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, natural thoughts and talks. Give you the little rundown. This was basically birthed out of us coming out of college and just wanting to document, like, what is this transition going to look like? What is, like, the growth in our relationship going to look like? What is the growth in our careers that we're starting going to look like? What can we take and how are other people maybe feeling about similar transitions? It's really cool having somebody that's similar in age because you're going through a lot of the same, you know, maybe imposter syndromes or, you know, uh, opposite of me. I was, what, what is the opposite of an imposter syndrome? like getting let out of a cage and just being like, oh, this is what I've been wanting to do for like eight years. It's about mm-hmm. time. Or just kind of like finding places to live, relationships, like nothing is off the table. We're not censored. We're not scripted. Feel free to talk about whatever because, you know, either I edit it or Hannah edits it. And if you say something that you want taken out, just shoot me a text later, you know, and we'll get it out mm-hmm. and everything's cool. But yeah, this is a really happy kind of Thing that we're building and this is phase one of just audio and I would say within the next few months or so as we continue to develop our craft and get better and better we're going to add cameras and then just make a proper show out of it and it's really cool because we get to have a lot of people over and just like reconnect or just connect with people that we don't know so do you have any questions before we start you feeling good feeling nervous how you feeling
2: I'm feeling pretty good Uh, I'm trying to practice on actually public speaking Mm -hmm. and and I think that's a big thing with like our generation is we're so used to not you know going out of our comfort zone Mm. and so uh like I just said uh or like or um those kind of tendencies that we have to maybe make less of what we're saying unintentionally and I I'm I'm really excited to do this Mm -hmm. to Practice yeah.
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fun. Would
1: you consider yourself more extroverted or introverted?
2: It really depends on the scenario. Okay. People I am familiar with, I'm extremely extroverted. Mm-hmm. When I am surrounded by people who I'm unfamiliar with, I have to really dig deep to push myself to network with that person or talk to that person. Um, so yeah. I would say it really depends. Yeah. I think I'm pretty similar to that, actually.
0: Like, if I know you, if we're cool, like, I'll tell you pretty much anything Mm -hmm. and everything. But if I don't really know you, or if it's like just like an acquaintance, like we don't, we're not super close, then I'll be like, like, I'm okay just sitting quiet. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. we don't have to talk. Like, please do not (laughs) say anything, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm the opposite. I know. I (laughs) want all the air in the room. And I feel a little bit weird. We've talked about this to where, sometimes the only time I am introverted is if I'm around people that I feel like I'm giving all the value in the space. You know what I mean? Like I'm telling all the jokes. I'm moving the conversation forward. And it's almost just like, well, I could be by myself or with Kino Boy and just like have a good time, you know, like just us. I don't Mm -hmm. really need five other people here because they're not really adding value to the Mm. space. You know what I mean? But what I will tell you as far as like and ums, (laughs) we're big on authenticity here. So Mm -hmm. the goal is not to make a podcast. I didn't set out to be like, hey, we need to make this thing that Joe Rogan does or, you know, Armchair Expert or whoever like the top guys are. We're just having a conversation that's getting documented. So I think in the beginning, we used to be a lot of like, like and um heavy maybe or worrying about how things are, oh, we can't cough or we can't like fart or something like that. And then now it's just like, oh, I got to take that bark out because it's so annoying fuck it. We just leave it all in. And, you know, it, people feel that it feels raw. It feels good because when I listen to stuff, the only criteria that we have for guests and like what we do is, is it interesting to you? And is it interesting to me? So it's like really good that you're coming out of your comfort zone and just popping down and don't feel like you have to create a podcast because that's (laughs) our job. You just have to sit (laughs) here and have a good time. All right.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I just, I really, I mean, I'm back in school with my master's program. So uh, I'm learning through that as well to just speak my mind more freely as well as, you know, see value in myself. And I I really believe like the biggest indicator of that is just being comfortable in what I'm saying, how I'm saying it. Uh, And I really, really, I think this is a great opportunity to even do that. So thank you for inviting me. How has your day been? It's been good. Yeah. I mean, I walked, I have a golden doodle, Aww. so walked my golden doodle. Love him to death. Um, What's his name? His name's Cooper.
1: Shout out to oh, Cooper. love Yeah.
2: Technically, he's my mom's dog, so my mom's a big Cowboys fan. Mm. And so when we got him, he, uh, Cooper Rush on the Cowboys was, uh, well, uh, Patrick, not Patrick Mahomes, uh, <laughs> Dak Prescott was injured. You know, the second string quarterback, Cooper
1: Rush. Nice. Was in. So oh, she named him Cooper.
2: That's pretty fitting. Yeah, so super cute.
3: But...
1: You guys should send a video to that guy, like on Instagram oh or something. Because <laughs> imagine if you had a dog that was named like Hannah, like a little cute little, I don't know, Frenchie <laughs> that's named Hannah after I name you. My
2: dog after you,
0: yeah. You,
1: you would definitely repost something yeah. like that. You'd be like, look at this dog named after mm-hmm. me. That's yeah. pretty cool. He that's even funny. has a
2: jersey. So oh <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> I love that. It's super cute. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's one in a, one one and a half a half almost yeah so
0: little yeah he's a
1: baby Cute. we're Uh, gonna try something new we're gonna do an opening clip I've never done this before usually I have like a little journal of kind of things that I want to touch upon things that I've sent Hannah I'm gonna open up your Instagram right now Clarissa I'm gonna send you something go for it and we're just gonna get your take on that's how we're gonna start the episode (laughs) so basically you know Florida's crazy Like, people are always just into wild shit. Apparently, this is how the grandmas in Florida have been walking around lately. Go ahead. Take a look. Oh, no. Should be in your DMs.
2: This is bad. If it loads.
1: Oh, do you have, like, bad uh, service?
2: Well, the service here, I have one bar.
0: You can just share the Wi-Fi
2: with her. Oh, it's loud.
1: Put it closer to the microphone.
2: oh i didn't even see it at first oh you my gosh what, is it wagon? like the
1: lace the lace dress she got She's on walking with the thong and the lace and just mm. the full from
2: far away you can't i was like what am i looking at like why is this person recording this poor old lady oh no and then wow
0: you
1: had the yams out there i mean what would you do if that was your grandma i would say grandma go home
2: I, would, I don't, I would be like, grandma, pop up. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> you do you. Like, as long oh, as no. we're in each other's corners, we're good. You I do feel whatever like you want. if
1: your grandmother has a smaller bikini on than you have on. That's a problem. <laughs> something's going wrong. I'm huh?
0: a little confused. Why is, why is the husband so, like, normal looking? Like, he's wearing normal grandpa clothes, but the lady is wearing...
1: She's maybe, ready to go.
2: I mean, she, maybe she got like a new BBL and she's trying to show it off. She's proud of it. She is. She's like
1: proud it. of it. Well, new category. The grandmas are getting the BBLs, Ooh. everybody's getting work. Can you imagine? Hey, I feel
2: like that that's a thing. I feel like the, you know, I mean, there's so much it's so readily available now to the public, whereas like when you first heard about BBLs, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And now it's like everyone has a BBL.
1: Yeah, definitely. And some of them look good and most of them look bad, I would say. One of
2: our favorite things to do
0: together is um, people watch, but Ah. it's like either at the airport or at the beach or just like, you know, just people watch especially if there are BBLs walking around because <laughs> we love spotting yeah. BBLs. Because you know, like you can tell for the most right. part, like if someone's gotten a BBL, their favorite thing to do.
1: The legs so don't match. So you know, they have like little pencil legs and then this giant diaper butt. Yeah. It's all botched and gross looking. And then it's always the guy that's walking around. I'm like, if, I, if Hannah had just this wagon like sitting out here and it was all oblong and weird, I'd be like, hey, you got to do something with that. But... They're just walking around Ralph's, you know, by the grapes, (laughs) picking out fruit, you know? (laughs)
0: Yeah, I can't do that.
1: That's kind of funny. Well, hey, what have you been up to lately?
2: Well, I just started school again this last fall. So, Mm. uh, at Concordia University, Irvine. Congrats. Um, Yeah. I'm super excited. It's been great so far. Uh, Getting my MBA in sports business. Uh, So, I mean, it's just getting my foot through that door and making a transition I did my undergrad in kinesiology and I just decided to take the business route and I'm loving it so
0: what does that entail like what what do you do like what is sports business is it like you're like a like a reporter like what do you what would you do with that
2: It's a big, I feel like people think the scope of it is really competitive and really small. In reality, there's a lot that you could do with a sports business degree. Uh, you could work for Fox Sports, or you could even work for specific athletic brands, right? You can work with athletes themselves. You can be a sports agent. You could work for specific sports teams. You Mm. could work for specific sports organizations, right? So there's a lot out there. Uh, I just think a lot of people kind of dwindle it down to, well, like, Maybe you could be a, you know, a sports broadcaster, right? right? It, you think of it because you watch sports and you're like, well, there's not that much. But in reality, there's a lot of opportunity there. And um, I, I'm just super excited. I, I worked with Lee Steinberg recently, who's a sports agent. We... Uh, We talked with Jacob Yuleman, who's the VP of Fox production and sports, uh, 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 Fox sports. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been
1: great so far. I think that's a really good fit for you. I see you have a vibe that like I could definitely tell that's something you'd fall into. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Where
0: do you see yourself like specifically within that field?
2: So that's a, it's, that's a tough question because I find myself kind of aligning with almost all of those mm. things. I I really just didn't love sports and I, I feel like we all could agree. Like we just want to be surrounded by a, like a sports atmosphere. Uh, there's just something different about it. Uh, competitiveness wise and just being around athletes. So Uh, I really see myself more towards working towards personal relationships Mm -hmm. with either brands. I'm super into uh, health and wellness. And so I really think creating innovative products or allowing athletes to collaborate with innovative products or being in some sort of aspect where you're better educating people or... Partnerships, whatever that might be, that's cool. In um, health and wellness for athletes,
1: yeah. awesome. I like that. I really like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I want you to like start your own thing eventually too. Like you know, you talk about working for, working for, definitely to get your foot in the door, right? But ultimately, you want to be that top dog. You want to be helping, guide, and provide value right. to as many young dumb athletic minds coming in <laughs> as you can, right? So putting out like fires, doing things like right. that, right? And just giving more opportunities and that's really cool. Like congrats on doing that. Thanks. Have you always known that you wanted to do that?
2: No. <laughs> I definitely um transitioned a lot. Yeah. And I think all of us could agree like there's at some points where you're figuring out am I going to be a professional athlete? am I going to go into this route of field or this route? And so when you're in college, there's just so many options. It's really hard to set your mind on one thing. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I, I, I found so much um, that I wanted to do. And I was like, I don't know what to pick. Mm-hmm. So for a while, I wanted to be a physical therapist. Yeah, And I that's why I took the kinesiology program. That's why I went that route. And I ultimately, I worked at three years at a physical therapy clinic and i hated it. Mm. i hate i hated how it was run. Mm. i hate how they operated and that was most of it. i really enjoyed the body and like figuring out muscles and how they work and all that fun stuff, but the hard part was like working with insurances and dealing with the aspect of how they're run is just it was a just negative the, like, experience. like the
0: administrative stuff, yeah.
2: i just i feel like that's healthcare in america is just not
1: it yeah definitely
2: it's really it's really not it so um that's ultimately why i decided to transition but yeah
1: that's awesome and i like that it's really good that you had the mindset of taking the disciplines that you learned in sports we were just talking about this a few episodes ago and applying them to literally anything that you wanted to do. It makes me so sad whenever we see people who are so talented or worked very hard at certain things and then they end up, you know, going down the wrong path or just not really figuring stuff out, right? So, you know, it's really awesome that you're able to do that. Yeah. Do you have anything to pop out?
0: I was going to ask about um track a little bit. Um yeah. did you did you run track all throughout your undergrad or when how was that?
2: So I stopped after two years, mostly because that was when I ultimately decided I was like, this is not going to go professionally. Mm. And I'm wasting my time here thinking that it is going to go like that. (laughs) And I mean, competing against so many girls and they're just significantly better. Right. And then seeing what Olympic times look like. I was like, this is just not rational for me to stay in this for another extra two years for it to go nowhere. Mm -hmm. so uh, I think I was like I'm gonna work and I'm gonna go to school and I'm gonna focus on those two things and and I think it worked out for the better I'm really glad I cut it off there yeah
1: are you a full-time student right now or do you have any uh like side jobs are you working part time or
2: so I kind of have a side business where you say like work for yourself I am currently working with specific clients uh teaching them about health and wellness uh selling cbds Uh, doing personalized one-on-one assisted stretching. I think the next step for me is a website. So that should be up and coming pretty soon. Oh, that's really Mm. exciting. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah, but I definitely don't know if this, uh, and this is why I say I joined the MBA program, is just not only better educate myself on what I'm doing currently, but also to open doors and opportunities to work with people who are in the professional realm of sports. Because right now it's mostly the clientele of irvine and newport you right. know and so i really think um branching out into opportunities with sports is the route that i would really like to go yeah that's yeah. exciting that's yeah. really cool yeah. so you're
1: down in orange county that's where you're based out of right now
2: yes i am down in orange county how's the drive up here chill it wasn't bad. I It was 25, 30 minutes. It, once it hits traffic, though, traffic hour, I'm yeah. a little nervous. <laughs> but. Yeah.
1: I try to book all my meetings in the office so that they're. I don't hit traffic. Like, if someone's like, can I have a 2 o'clock meeting or 3 o'clock? And I'm like, no. We either go, like, really late or you got to work it into or while early. everybody's working because mm-hmm. it'll really be, like – 52 minutes you know an hour 10 sometimes if there's an accident and then if not i'm right behind john wayne airport in that finance district so it's like i just try to get in and get out like as soon as somebody tells me something i'm like hey send me it in an email and then we just buzz out back here to long beach but i want to transition into a part of the show that we're doing we're kind of organizing things so we have different segments we have like the opening clip that we're working on and then I have like ventures, kind of journals. These are just random thoughts that I think about. This while can we're go driving. very south. Yeah,
0: it's very random.
1: So I haven't looked at it since I've written it down. This is the collection of my rants or whatever is going on. Like if someone cuts me off in traffic, <laughs> I got to be like, you know, this should be. You should get beheaded for something like this, or <laughs> you know what I mean. For example, so I have like three or four things here that I kind of want your take on. Um, some of this is oh. I was dreaming so this was like a couple of days ago and Keno was licking his lips like he does sometimes when he's asleep you know how dogs <laughs> would just be like like
3: you know what I mean like they'll make weird
1: noises and for some reason I was like half asleep and unconscious and I thought someone was coming into the room so I got up like really fast do you ever do that do you know what I mean like I do not so how do you sleep are you a deep sleeper or are you a light sleeper
2: I'm an extremely light sleeper okay
1: do you dream a lot
2: Sometimes
1: okay, because the lighter you sleep the more you dream Hmm. we figured out. So That's why I try to write down all my dreams And that was like kind of something that was weird in my dream. I think I was getting chased And it was just the sound of like Kino licking his lips like at the foot of the bed. And it was just like something weird was going on. So
2: do you have more nightmares than actual like dreams? Because for me, that is what like I have more nightmares because I'm a light sleeper. or I think it's because I'm a light sleeper or something. But that's why I can't watch scary movies. That makes sense. I love scary
0: movies. Yeah. But I'm also a very deep sleeper. Like I. Yeah.
1: Do you have nightmares? No.
0: Not, not really every once i had this one nightmare every single day for like five to seven days straight it was exact it was the exact same dream Oh yeah
1: what was that one
0: it was so basically it was about me laying in bed and by my feet there were a ton of snakes and i hate snakes and these snakes were coming up my body and basically like mm-hmm. suffocating me and like strangling me that's why like i don't i can't do small spaces i hate snakes mm. but i had that dream and that was terrifying like it was horrible i had that dream for like seven days straight
1: do you have like a reoccurring nightmare or is it they're all different
2: they're all different so it really depends on like what i'm watching like i watched Coraline. i don't know have you guys seen Coraline? no because
1: when i was a kid scary. i knew that was going to be that's scary horrible
2: it it's 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 terrifying I would have a terrible dream about Coraline, and then the next day I would either have a terrible dream about like a fight with someone, and we're just fighting, or I'm falling off a building. You know, it's just random, so random, mm-hmm. but it's always scary. Yeah, oh, we yeah. just had a
1: guest that was like, my favorite Halloween movie is Coraline. Coraline. i was like, uh oh, there's like seven that I can. Didn't name. they
0: force us to watch that in school? I think I, I watched watch it, it in school.
2: Oh really? Mm-hmm. It
0: might have been in Sweden where yeah. there are no like regulations. <laughs> I mean, now you. looking
2: back, I, I watched it again recently just because, and I, you know, it's a kids. It's supposed to be a kids movie, right? Which I do not understand. Right, and um, <laughs> still, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is a little <laughs> spooky. But I mean, you look at it now, and you're like, well, I guess it's, it makes sense that yeah. this isn't
1: real. But were you ever scared? Oh, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. I
0: um, do you have any phobias? Like, are you really scared of something?
2: No, I usually, I usually am pretty okay with everything. Mm -hmm. Like I love, uh, and this is like going to be a funny side, (laughs) side take, but I love every food. Like I can eat literally anything. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I'm the same way about life. Like literally nothing scares me and like, I'm willing to do anything. Yeah.
1: I like that. For some reason, I just thought about a goat. Like I just pictured you (laughs) as like a goat eats anything. You know what I mean? Like you could feed a goat, whatever. And they're just like, nah. I'm going to get yeah. you a baby goat one day
0: though. Love baby goats. I I think I eat like I'm not a picky eater. One of my yeah. biggest pet peeves are picky eaters. I cannot like if you're a grown-ass adult, you should not be picky with your food. <laughs> I, like if you're a kid, it's okay, like I get it, but if you're a grown adult, eat some rice. Like I have friends that like don't eat rice or That's they crazy. don't like like potatoes or and I'm crust, like pizza crust. It's like the most simple basic thing ever. Like it doesn't really taste anything, but you don't like it. Um, but I have a few. Pho- not I wouldn't say phobias because I'm not like deadly scared of them, but I am terrified of clowns. Uh, How
2: interesting! Which is
0: so weird because that's also supposed to be like a fun, light like. Did kid you have thing? any
1: good experiences with clowns? Because no. as a kid, they were like doing balloon animals no. and like I'm you never... know honking around. Like
0: I don't think I did, but I'm I'm like I'm terrified of clowns or any masks. Like if someone's wearing mm. a mask of some sort, I I can't. So I think I... it's just because I don't know what's behind.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's clowns. I think you're just scared of people no, but, with masks. No, though. but clowns
0: also though. Like if I see a clown, I'll go the other way. Hmm. And then snakes, um, heights. I'm kind of scared of. I have kind of a lot of.
1: Yeah, lack I'm of practice. Of. Yeah, that's okay. I still love you though. That's good. All right, on my next thing. Oh wait, no, no, no. The Grinch. Were you guys ever scared of the Grinch mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Do you remember being scared no, of the Grinch? I, I
2: was never scared of the Grinch.
1: Oh, but Coraline got you, huh?
2: Well, Coraline is, like, dark and, yeah. you know, the, the lady's literally killing children. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> the poor Coraline's, like, looking for ghost eyes, you know?
1: <laughs> no, I remember watching the Grinch when I was a kid and, like, checking. I think that's the reason why I look up. Because you remember in the oh, Grinch yeah, where he was, right. like, on the ceiling? Uh, As a kid, I remember being like, is he on the goddamn mm, ceiling? Like, how funny. Like, where is he going to be at?
2: No, so, I love the Grinch. Yeah. I thought he was so funny. I mean... <laughs> But I love that. what did scare me was Wizard
1: of Oz.
0: Oh, really? That one is a little creepy. That witch or whatever that oh is. Oh, my or gosh. The, Yeah.
2: I, I think I'm pretty sure I've had a few nightmares about Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: I've never yeah. seen the Wizard of Oz, guys. <gasps>
2: really? You need to watch it's
0: it. It's a no. classic. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, I've seen The Wiz, like with Michael Jackson, but I've never seen The Wizard of Oz. It's not the same. Yeah, I know.
0: (laughs) Michael Jackson is not in The Wizard of Oz.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what? The Wizard of Oz might have fallen into one of those categories that, like, it wasn't masculine enough. So if I was caught watching The Wizard of Oz as a Mm. kid, they'd be like... This kid's a little sus. You know what I mean? So it's like, just like stretching. I didn't do a lot of stretching as a kid because they're like, why is he bending over? Why are you doing that? You know, like boys just make fun so of each weird. other. And that, The Wizard of Oz was in like, don't watch that. Mm. You know, musicals are for girls or something gotcha. like that. So I missed out. Guess what? On the list, top of the list, Wizard of Oz. Perfect. All right. I'll get an update for you. Uh, two more things here on my little list. As I was walking to, not pick you up, but meet you at work today. Uh, this old lady was throwing breadcrumbs out for the pigeons like by the beach That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Like do you feed the birds? Do you like feeding the birds? (laughs) Because how do you feel about people who just like feed the city animals? You know what I mean? Like I look at pigeons like rats. They're not like a real bird Like you're never gonna find a pigeon in the wild like doing bird shit Like they're always in the trash or doing something. How do you feel about old ladies?
2: Well, that's so crazy you said say that because I saw a lady and her daughter throwing bread to ducks while Uh I was walking Cooper. Mm -hmm. And, um, which is funny that happened to you too, but you know, you I'm just walking around. I mean, to be honest, I'm always on the mantra and the motto of like, I'm letting people live and do their thing. Like I, I feel like personally I'm like, I could care less, but at the same time, obviously if it turns into an epidemic where there's more, Ducks all of a sudden wandering (laughs) around. Like, I know there's a few states that have had issues. I think, well, I know in Australia, they, like, put more stray cats to get rid of, like, a rat problem. Really? Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the stray cats, like, doubled in numbers, and then now people are killing stray cats. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know, Australia, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure I read that story, and I was like, what is happening? That's wild. So, obviously, if it turns into this, like, crazy epidemic where there's more ducks walking around or more pigeons flying around, obviously yeah but, I mean yeah
0: yeah what do you I, think I if if the ducks are like in a pond or something where there's like like they're supposed to be there, sure toss some breadcrumbs but if you're on the beach where there's already yeah. trash and there's already like stuff that you know, we don't want there, stop doing that that's mm, gross
1: yeah and I just I don't, like that take or, that. or yeah. I think honestly where it stems from is when people like the seagulls at the beach you know you're hanging out Oof. and then all of a sudden they'll just like, what is the word like ravish through somebody's crap while they're in the water. And I'm just like, I don't don't like it when a group of animals like gets together and they're kind of like fighting each other. People are also
0: dumb. Like what, first of all, why are you leaving
1: trays of
0: in and out on the beach while you're in the water? Like Mm -hmm. that's stupid. Like toss it.
1: And then they come back. I I just don't think they're from SoCal though too. They're probably on vacation. You don't have to be
0: from here to understand that birds are going to come get your food.
1: Mm. Well, people are dumb sometimes. That's right. (laughs) Well,
2: (laughs) I have an odd question though. Do you guys like squirrels?
1: I'm cool. Yeah, I like squirrels. Yeah, I don't have an issue.
2: Well, because when I was younger, we went to Chicago and. Squirrels, there apparently is like the pigeons of California. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. So, when I was like running around, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, there's so many squirrels! Like, I was so happy because you know, as a kid, you feel like you've never seen a squirrel in your <coughs> life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my cousin's like, Those are disgusting, like, <laughs> those are like rats. And, and I was like, mm. No, they're so cute and fluffy. And, and so, I'm sure it's like the same thing there. People are feeding squirrels, thinking, Oh, I've never seen a squirrel, like, yeah. I'm gonna feed it.
1: I'll take it even darker. <laughs> (laughs) should we talk about my cat
0: thing no because you want to kill cats oh
2: so you'd be great in australia (laughs) i don't yeah like (laughs) honestly we'll ship you off to
1: australia i'm neutral with like if you have a cat and you're like this is muffins and i love him and this is it i'm like that's you that's all you but like if i'm driving my car and i see a cat in the way of my tires I'm not going to like swerve out of the way or anything. If I see a dead cat, I do look at it as you're gonna like get canceled. roadkill. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Kino hates cats too. So. Well, he's a dog and, and it, he
0: got scratched by a cat. Exactly.
1: I got scratched oh. by a cat as a kid too, but <laughs> I don't have a phobia. Honestly, if I see a dead cat though, I don't look like, like if you see a dead dog, you're like, oh, the fucking, look at that little guy. Like that's I don't see that. Cats are like dead birds or like a rabbit no. or something like that in my mind. You can't it say no like you to my have some mind.
2: previous trauma from a cat stra- scratch. Maybe you. that is
1: right. Maybe I just woke up one day and I was like fuck cats. All
0: right. That sounds pretty
1: accurate. But that's cats my are take. cute. I get it. They are Would cute. Would you rather
0: but... see a dead cat than a dead squirrel?
1: It doesn't matter. You can go either way. Oh. Honestly, squirrels are kind of cute. I like when they land and they have like little power positions. See, that's and stuff. the thing though. <laughs> like people might be
2: feeding squirrels in Chicago cuz they're cute.
1: <laughs> I remember
0: at my uh high school, the there were so many squirrels and, oh, yeah. and we had trash cans. They were going through the trash because of food and stuff like that. They were so fat. Because they were constantly eating out of these cr- trash cans and they got like human
1: food. These squirrels couldn't even climb trees no, they fast. Fat. Like they couldn't evade predators. They were getting all the pizza slices that yeah. kids weren't eating, you know, like during the Chicken, the, just, everything. You know, and yeah. then going through the trash. They were fat. That was funny. Like they had pot bellies. Like yeah, they'd sit no, and you'd legit see like the belly oh. of a squirrel. Yeah, they were oh
0: cute, gosh. but yeah, they weren't like wild squirrels. They were very.
1: I like that. Now that fat. we're going to transition from fat squirrels, the last thing on my list that I'm noticing driving around, like, or just even on our walks with Kino, obviously we're in a very nice neighborhood, right? These are, we're down by the water. You got Naples Island over here, Belmont shore, a lot of like wealthy people walking around. There's a lot of wealthy people, but there's not a lot of healthy people walking around. So I like that you're on here talking about, you know, pushing wellness and health and nutrition, but it doesn't make sense to me to have a lot of money like a lot of these people have around us. And obviously you and I are on a path to, we're doing really well. I'm proud of us and what we're doing, but I could not imagine hitting the numbers like financially that you're trying to hit and reaching our goals and just letting our bodies go to shit. Mm -hmm. Like, can you really imagine being some of these guys are in their early fifties. Like they're really not that old, but can't run from one side of the block to the other. Like they honestly can't go up a hill. Like you couldn't go up two or three flights of stairs. Mm -hmm. And that kind of, I look at it and I just feel bad because I'm like, well, what's the point of being able to travel whenever you want? And the money isn't the like issue. The issue is the fact that like, you just don't have energy. You don't have like the things. Mm -mm. How do you feel about kind of like, I think my take and my little soundbite is there's no point in having wealth if you don't have your health. Right.
2: I, I definitely think a big part of that and like what you're seeing is people often neglect the aspect of their health in a sense of like whether it's working out or just eating proper. I feel like a big part of that when you get to a certain point of where you are in life you are grind and hustle and then all of a sudden your last thought is, did I go for a run today? Did I, what did I eat today? Right? You're looking for the quick, the convenient thing. Mm -hmm. And usually that is not the healthiest thing. And I often, or not, I talk to a lot of my clients and people tend to look towards like health and wellness after they're injured after mm. they're not feeling good, right? It's not, never prevention. It's never like I'm just going to take care of my body and, and continue this. It's always after the fact. And that's 99% of my clients. are like, mm. oh, I wish I, you know, I wish I stretched more. I wish I ran more. I wish I ate better. I took care of my you – know, it's always after the fact. And I think that's a big part of it.
0: <coughs> I think it's hard. I mean, I, it, it's a lot easier neglecting it. Mm-hmm. until you get to a point where you have a heart attack because mm-hmm. you're so unhealthy and now you have to deal with that. Um, so I think kind of relates to like the delayed, um, what are they called? Grati- delayed gratification. Yeah, gratif- gratification of like you, yeah, it's very comfortable right now to not work out. Let's say like it's very comfortable sitting on the couch and hanging out and not working out. But then once you reach that heart attack, it's not so comfortable anymore. But for us, it's like, we kind of no, we don't suffer because we still enjoy working out, but we we're okay working hard at it right now because we know that at the in the end, it'll do so much more for us than if we don't do it. Yeah, you know,
1: one of my favorite books, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, he has a quote in there, and he says, "People need to habilitate before the re." So you want to take care of yourself before you have to rehabilitate, mm-hmm. and it's like, that's it right there, right? You got to keep everything to be game day ready before the game right mm-hmm. just in case something happens That's stay ready so you quote. gotta get ready right i like that mm-hmm.
0: speaking of um nutrition and stuff what would you say is like let's say you're having dinner what is a perfectly balanced dinner how would you put that on nu- a
2: plate. Nutrition is something I'm still researching. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's it's always changing right. right First when you're when I don't know if you're in elementary school and you would see the got milk signs all over the place and milk was the thing oh that's how you grow that's how you get strong bones right then all of a sudden, Milk's actually you know, <coughs> deteriorating your bones. Milk is not the thing you should be drinking. It's ruining your gut health, et cetera, et cetera. So nutrition is something I'm always researching and trying to stay up to date with. I think the staples around it is just making sure you're getting enough protein and making sure you're eating sustainable carbs, which is like, um, for me, it's sweet potatoes and um, brown rice and mm maybe broccoli but now i'm reading broccoli might have some gut issue health Mm. so it's really interesting i mean there's always new stuff coming out and there's always companies trying to pump out the next new thing and whether or not their research is completely true or accurate is up to debate yeah it's kind of
1: fucked up because like the got milk people for example it'll be like well whoever's paying for it that's like who. i wasn't here for that You weren't here. Oh, well, it was basically like I'm not saying got milk is I don't even know, but just for example, they would have like Russell Wilson or Kevin Durant or LeBron James like pushing milk and it was all the little kids and you'd be like, Oh, that athlete's drinking milk, I gotta drink my milk. Mm. But not because milk is good for you, just because like, hey, uh, we have a podcast and we decided that we wanna put like listen to our pod it's just an ad, Mm. you know, and it's like and ads are based on money and stuff like that. Is
0: anything like in moderation though, okay? Like like drinking milk I'm sure is okay if you drink a, a cup uh, every other day but like if you o- if you only drink that just like if you only eat sweet potato or if you only eat broccoli like I think you know what I mean Yeah what
1: you're saying is like you can have a burger don't ever like not have a burger right. from let's say McDonald's but, but you shouldn't eat it all the time yeah, every day yeah. That's my
2: biggest thing is you know, is moderation. Yeah. Moderation in everything, right. Mm -hmm. You can overwork out, you can overtly drink water, which is like crazy to even say. You can die from drinking water. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and so everything in moderation, you just kind of have to understand your body and where your balances lie. And,
1: and so, so if we were going over to your house to eat dinner tonight, what would you cook? (laughs) What would you feel?
0: Do you like cooking? Do you cook?
2: I cook infrequently Mm. uh, to a point (laughs) because, um, honestly, I'm not the best cook. My food is very bland, (laughs) but like, (laughs) so usually it would be like chicken. I put some Cajun and paprika and somehow it'd still be bland and then (laughs) brown rice and maybe some zucchini. Mm -hmm. That's usually how it goes. And it's, it's extremely bland, but I eat it and it chicken works. Chicken and
0: rice is always good. I love chicken and rice. It can yeah. be chicken like teriyaki with rice or it can just be like some chicken seasoning. And yeah. then the ri- I, I love it. It's always a good one.
1: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail?
2: Oh, that's, that's an interesting question and an interesting transition.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, I definitely think I would be doing what I'm currently doing.
1: That's amazing. I
2: feel like I am really trying to push myself out of my comfort zone, which has been an interesting challenge. Um, but currently I'm really happy where I'm at. And I think just pushing forward and being a person, an innovator in this aspect of sports and health and wellness, that is exactly what I want to do.
1: I want you, Hannah, to sort of guide it now for like the growth thing. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Because you guys have a similar thing to where you are sort of coming out of a caterpillar shell. That's what you're doing, right? Like over the past year, three years, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, becoming this person you want to be. Unfortunately or fortunately, I never had to come out of a shell. Like, I kind of came Mm -hmm. pre-wrapped with certain qualities that we just, yeah, venture, just keep doing that, right? So I have other things to work on, but I think the average person doesn't have the same thing that I have. I'm totally cool getting up in a room of 10,000 people and saying, hey, guys, welcome to Natural Thoughts and Talks. We're going to have a great fucking time, all right? Let's get after it. But you have had to sort of come out of your Mm -hmm. shell recently as well.
0: What has been the hardest thing for you when like about your business and everything that you do and just like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, what has been the hardest part about that?
2: I think the biggest thing is creating boundaries mm. and in a sense of saying no, Right. So I had the aspect of if I'm a yes man, I'm going to get a lot further. Right. In reality, me saying no has allowed me to create more opportunities for myself and allowed me to work better towards my business. And that was one of the hardest things I had to learn because I am ex- like an extreme people pleaser. And so being an extreme people pleaser, you just always want to say yes. Right. And you always want to be accommodating. But in reality, once you say no, and once you like create those boundaries of this is where I'm at, this is the prices that I'm going to require. This is, that was like the stepping stone, but it was really hard to get there.
0: Yeah. I think I have been not so much anymore. I'm, I'm still working on it, but I used to be a really, like, the people pleaser mm-hmm. of them all. Like, I I would never really want to get anyone upset. I always wanted to, like, be cool with everyone. Avoid like confrontation. Yeah. um, And, like, if you want to hang out, but I kind of have something else to do, I'll be like, sure. Like, I'll put something out. Like, edit YouTube videos. I'll be like, I have to edit YouTube videos, but this person is asking me to come over, and I'm like, Okay, let's just not edit YouTube videos. I'll come see you, mm-hmm. but I think now, just like you as well, learning to say no and just be like no, like, and and I think I'm. Sometimes I like coming up with excuses. <laughs> well, not coming up with them, but saying like, oh no, I don't feel good, or I don't, you know what I mean, or I'm busy, or. But I mean, I think I am getting ba- better at just saying no, like no, like yeah. I don't want to do it, or you know, just saying no. But it is very hard as someone that wants to like say yes to people (coughs) and not get anyone upset it's very very hard right saying no because you also don't want to come off as like rude or selfish or like stuff like that so just it's very hard saying no but I think I'm also getting a lot better at Mm -hmm. that because I think I'm starting also to value myself a lot more and just like my own time and just understanding that this is what I want to do, it makes me very happy. And it ultimately it's like, it's my life. I don't live for anyone else. Um, so just doing what truly makes me happy is kind of all that matters. Um, are you, cause I, with my like YouTube and social media stuff, it's been hard to, cause I am, have or I've been scared of people's judgment. I don't want people judging me or like making fun of me or be like, oh, who does she think she is? Have you ever had to struggle with that?
2: Not a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like my mom has instilled really great values in me and in, in basically saying, like, I don't care what anyone mm. thinks about me. And I think, you know, she made me have tough skin. And, and, you know, if I had someone call me a name or some hate comment, I'd just be like, well, Whatever, you know, so I don't, I really don't think I had that, but I understand if, like, I had a YouTube, mm. my one of my uh, boyfriend's uh, brother's girlfriend, she has a YouTube channel. And I feel like if you're allowing yourself to be so vulnerable to an audience that is maybe, you know, 10, 20,000, whatever, that is where I would find a bit more mm-hmm. of a struggle. But like if someone came up to me and was like, oh, you know, you, you're ugly as, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I would be like, well, I don't care. Right. But if I had such a broad audience and I was like scrolling through comments, I could understand why it would be a bit harder mm-hmm. or challenging to like go through that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think for me, um, as someone that doesn't have 10 to 20,000 followers, um, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like how it's gonna be when I get there, but I almost feel like it's harder when I have a smaller audience because mm. it feels like, it, I don't know, it feels like I'm very in the spotlight. Um, but when I have a larger audience, maybe it just comes with practice too. Like I've been probably been doing it for a longer time, and I'm kind of used to, used to all of it. But I think when there there's a larger audience, I don't know. I feel like I'm the opposite. I got there. an idea.
1: I think that it's pole vault basically. Everybody is scared to pole vault four feet, five feet, Mm -hmm. the first day you ever pole vault, right? Especially in a competition, right? Let's say, oh, I have to come in early, for example. You know, everybody else has these big poles. Everybody's PRs are so much higher than mine, right? I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to look like I don't fit in, Mm. right? So because you are new at something, and once everybody starts anything, you're going to suck at it, Mm -hmm. right? Like. I could start, I could take up knitting today. I've never knit, I think I have knitted a little bit, but not like anything (laughs) to where like, and then all of a sudden I get into this knitting competition with all these grandmas and they have like bookcases and you know what I mean? Like equipment. And now I'm like, all right, crap. Like we have to Mm fix. like you're embarrassed at your product because think about your grandma, the knitting level that she was at back in her heyday, right? She's making like Disney characters and like it looks perfect and things like that, but it's I see you don't want to look like a fraud, right? You I, don't want to look yeah. like somebody that's new at it, right? You don't want people to be like, oh, you're not worthy of my attention or my thing because you don't have a gazillion followers, mm. right? Or or you've amassed a community of a gazillion people. But everybody who has accomplished something like that has started with right one two just clarissa yeah. just listening supporting right like it was just her and then all of a sudden now it's all these other people yeah what do you think I,
0: yeah i would agree with that and i also think um i'm a lot of like when you don't have that many followers a lot of them are like friends or friends of friends and family and like getting judged by those people it's oh, harder yeah. than not that i, I don't think that any of them do but just the thought of them judging me it hits a lot harder than some random person in Pennsylvania like Mm -hmm. I think that is what makes a difference too because if you have 10,000 or 20,000 followers a lot of them are going to be random people you most Most people (laughs) don't know 20,000 people so most of those people will just be random but if you only have a few hundred it's different because maybe a hundred of those are people that you actually know.
1: So do you not like that? I see what you're saying then. I was talking about the other thing you're talking about, like the intimate people that you actually know. What I'm saying
0: know. is I, I, I'm going to care less when there's 20,000 people following me than when there's 500. You know what I mean? Mm,
1: yeah. I you just talking about, we should definitely dive into that like some more. That's really interesting. Mm. But back to the people pleasing. I had some questions for you guys because I've never been that way. But I've strived to like please people, but not at the expense of my own happiness. Mm-hmm. So is there a way to where you can please people, but also like please yourself? Because I feel like I try to do that. If you're like, hey, I need help moving a couch tomorrow at 2 o'clock, I'd be like, uh, I can come at 3, you know what I mean? Because I have this thing that I'm doing. But as soon as we're done and I'm wrapped up, sure, I'll hop in the car and I'll be there. Is that not like...
0: Yeah. I think those are like skills that I'm trying to learn as well of like, I can't do it at two, but I'll come at four. Like there are, I think there are ways to balance it and to do it and not always just do you and not always just do what someone else wants you to do.
2: Yeah. The first thought, at least, you know, uh, forever ago would be, Yeah. Even if I already had something planned, Mm -hmm. even if I had, you know, this huge to-do list that day, right? That is now different where you're like saying, well, actually I have this thing at this time, but I could do it maybe later in the day. And if that doesn't work with you, then maybe I could do it during the weekend, right? The first thought would be for me, at least back then, would be like, okay, yeah, Yeah. let's do it, you know, kind of thing, even though it would co at the expense of
1: myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm happy you don't do that anymore. Right? I'm happy you don't <laughs> yeah. do that anymore. I think it just makes sense for me because it, it comes down to time. Whoever mm-hmm. made the reservation first of that time, you know, I reserved my time for this next week at Wednesday. You know, if you had gotten there before, it would have been your time, right? But it's like whoever gets it first kind of, yeah. it, it seems fair. I yeah. don't see how. Yeah, hmm. I,
0: think, I think it's just like, a, at least for me, the reason that I would most often say, yeah, sure. I'll come help you with that. Even if I really couldn't go help you with that is I just don't want there being a conflict. Like I don't want you being upset at me for not being able to help you out. Um, so I think because I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm like scared of conflict, but I just, I would rather not deal with it. Like I'll deal with it if I have to, but I would rather not deal with it. So me just saying, Oh yeah, sure. Kind of, avoids that conflict happening
1: i see what you're saying
0: yeah yeah it's
2: a little bit of an overthinker as well like into that Mm -hmm. so yeah i would agree but definitely not like that anymore yeah (laughs) yeah, creating those boundaries it was hard to get past it but yes (laughs) yeah
1: i like that well as i start to kind of close this interview i'm going to land the plane here within the next few minutes how has your first experience on a podcast been so far?
2: Oh, it's been great. I mean, I mean, you guys are great. So, I mean, everything seems pretty natural, like you said. Natural <laughs> talk, natural <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, But yeah, I, I've, I've really liked this. So. That's
1: awesome. So we like Before to
0: close it. Before we out. end, though. Go ahead. I want to hear about Peru. Oh, you're right. <laughs> how have, How many times have you been there?
2: Just once, after I graduated from high school and was going into college, how was nice. that? It was amazing. Yeah, I, we were there for four weeks, oh, wow. and we basically saw everything. I mean, if I'm half Peruvian, I have to be see mm, everything, right? Uh, but my biggest recommendation is for everyone to go see Machu Picchu. I it's bet. an outside world experience, mm. and also very humbling experience. I don't think I was so grateful to come home to In and Out, and I was like, yes, like I'm home. But yeah. it was super humbling and super just out of this world, beautiful, amazing.
1: Yeah, we'll put that on the list mm-hmm. for sure. Then,
0: how was the travel there? How is it direct? How, do you have to stop somewhere? How do you get there?
2: So we stopped. I believe we stopped in. Ecuador, if I last remember, uh, I don't know if they have any direct flights. I'm sure there are some that have direct flights, but I don't know the cost difference between right. stopping. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, we stopped. Did you
1: stay in a hotel or with so, some people or what?
2: So we have family out there. So we stayed with family for a few days, but when we we're like going to Iquitos, the jungle, we had to like stay at a, like this little hut resort mm. place. I I mean, it was cool, but, like, honestly, the mosquitoes were not worth it. (laughs) Oh, no. So, yeah, I got super sick. Um, Aww. But, yeah, uh, other than that, everywhere we basically stayed at Airbnb or something like that.
0: What was the craziest or, like, most, like, abnormal thing that you saw out there that you hadn't seen before?
2: Um, that's interesting. Well, for one, the Nazca lines are really interesting because what? What is that? Nazca lines. So they are um these lines dug in through sandstone, um and you can only see a picture from either on a boat. So one of them is on a a rock in the ocean. So you can only see it the whole picture on a boat.
3: Right or
2: you could, um, f- you have to fly in a plane to see the whole picture.
1: So, were you in a f- fl- plane or how did you so, see it? So,
2: I only did the boat, but my family did the plane. I was super sick that day too, so I, I couldn't go in the plane. Uh, but you basically understand what the whole thing is, and it's kind of like the pyramids where they think, Alien.
0: Yeah. I was just about to say.
2: Yeah. Because uh, they're like, how did they draw this monkey picture through yeah. sandstone? And, it, you know, it's still here to this day. It's one of the, I believe it's one of the wonders of the world. I, I'm i yeah. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cause...
1: You know, they're adding onto that list like every year, right? Like they have an unofficial. It used to be like
2: seven.
0: And yeah. then now
1: they're adding more. Now it's literally like, at, like 15 they or have, something like They have like seven
0: that. official. And mm-hmm. then they have a bunch of other ones. Yeah. They have, oh, I know
1: they have like the OG ones. And then now they have like, oh, there's this new thing in the Philippines. (laughs) where it's like these massive rocks they're always like discovering new new stuff yeah yeah and they're just broadening honestly i feel like i don't know maybe it's just to get more like tourism there (laughs) like oh yeah here it is and give it there but stuff is cool like (laughs) i definitely want to visit all of it and yeah traveling we're so big on traveling here
2: yeah where have you guys gone
1: i mean we just booked our sweden trip here you know to go back over the holidays yeah and then we're working on I'm going to put Australia on the yeah. list for 2024. You
2: guys should put Japan on the list.
1: Ooh, oh yeah. Japan would be dope. Oh yeah.
0: I you been loved, to
1: Japan?
2: Yes. Oh. I love Japan. Is it
0: really clean out there?
2: It's super clean. Yeah. They're super respectful. The culture out there is just extremely different than mm. here. Yeah. It's almost like you want to live out there because it's just so nice. Like there's no people feeding pigeons. Mm. Everyone <laughs> respects their own space and their own everything. It's. That that place is amazing. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Check Sounds out Japan. Good. Yeah, I'm with
0: Japan. That'd yeah, be cool. Costa Rica was nice, too. Mm-hmm. That's a nice chill vibe. Yeah, I um, like that. I like Southern Europe, like Greece, mm. Spain. Um, I haven't been to Italy, but I want to go to Italy. But Southern Europe is nice. Yeah, Italy
2: is on my list.
0: Croatia.
1: I want to go to Belgium. Just really? Just because of Kino. Yeah, I want to go. Germany? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. That'd be nice. So, will you join me for that trip? Uh, sure i'll go with you Mm -hmm. all right second to last question is there anything that you want to talk about that we didn't bring up so far in this interview
2: um i mean i think we basically covered everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) we covered my life we covered where where i've been so yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: and you're welcome to come back obviously anytime Anytime. always an open invite Mm -hmm. you know we're always trying to have good people in here Who would you say would be like two to three people that we can get in contact with that we don't know that you would like to see in that chair to come on and have a good time with us also?
2: Yeah. uh, Honestly, I mean, there's a lot of people that I could think of. There's someone actually, my my boyfriend's dad, Ty Cavanaugh, he owns his own fencing business. He's a really interesting character with no filter and so just be prepared (laughs) yeah where's
1: he out of orange county
2: he's he's actually in corona but he's a great guy he's been through a lot his life is just really interesting and he's one of actually the most incredibly hard worker that i've ever met so he would be really cool to have on and
1: we're also looking for like a lot of strong female voices too i think that's always we're always looking for good like good girls basically Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, Any I mean that that's important. Yeah, right. That's uh vital. It's vital in this in this world. Uh, I would say then, well, actually, my my uh, boyfriend's brother's girlfriend, Sarah, she has a YouTube channel, and she actually works for right now a Newport Dermatology. Uh, clinic doing their videos on their tiktok mm. and on their instagram and everything so she would be really great she's really making moves in the marketing area so. that Sounds interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, yeah do you have maybe like one more
2: one more yeah. oh my gosh you're really pushing me here <laughs> <laughs> well honestly i don't know if you'd be able to get him on but lee steinberg just going through his class okay. he oh my gosh literally best Seven weeks of my entire life. He oh, taught wow. me so much about understanding my values and basically just allowing myself to be in the direction that I am in. So,
1: oh, heck yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to reach out to all three of those people. Worst thing they say is no, you know? That's so, right. So, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And hey, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Hope you had a great time. Yeah, it was
2: great. It was great. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, this has been Natural Thoughts and Talks. We'll catch you guys later. Bye.
3: Bye.
0: <laughs> All righty, we're back with the digest.
3: The digest.
1: The
0: digest. Why is Keno
1: biting on his foot? Uh, did you hear? Him did be. you see? I did. He, he heard.
0: He heard his name. Yeah, and he kind you kind of outed
1: him right there. He was like, what? he's like,
0: what? You guys are saying well, this? Here's the thing too, is he's <laughs> like, I'm
1: finally minding my own business over here, and then the second I do, you're over here fucking with me. He's funny. I love him. Yeah, um, I do too. His package came in too. Mm. I'm excited. His big boy sleeve. That's right. So I'm a little worried. We're gonna see, but he's a grown man. He'll be out there getting after it. I think he's pretty much gonna bite. I think. Yeah, I think it it'll there. be okay. And then over time, hopefully, it'll kind of warp to where he can get after it. Mm-hmm. But Clarissa. Yeah, that was a really good episode. Yeah, I'm happy that's that nice. she came over and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Peru is a place that we got to go to now, I guess. Yeah, she
1: definitely gave us that. Machu Picchu. That'd be down. Uh, that'd be dope. Yeah. Um In the beginning, do you not like that I do sound checks with the guests? Should I... It just
0: takes longer. And what I'm also is like, we've been doing this for so long. Every and time been up. it works. So it's like... What you. are the odds that it's not going to work this time?
1: So honestly, I think it just might be a part of my process mm-hmm. that I almost need it to yeah. kind of feel relaxed to do my thing. Right. So I, I can stop doing it and we'll try it, but it's just all oh,
0: its okay. We're closing
1: windows now.
0: It's okay, you know,
1: it's almost like it's I, right. I want to do it. It's like a nervous tick. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, we're hundred percent good. I know that for sure. Tell him to go lay down. Hey, go lay down, buddy. Kino, go lay down. He's looking at you. Go tell him to go lay down. Go lay down. I'm telling you, go lay on the couch. All right, fuck you too then. All right, just lay down. But <laughs> how are you feeling? I know you woke up super early.
0: I feel okay. I feel like I I want to get home goods done. <laughs> and then I'll probably just come back and take a, maybe not like sleep, but at least just lay down. Like, mm-hmm. you know, relax. Um, But I feel fine. I don't feel sick sick or headachy. How do we do this?
1: Home goods? wendy's and then we come back here i don't want wendy's you don't want wendy's I'm not really feeling wendy's that's totally fine though. yeah wendy's for me <laughs> and then we'll come back
0: um but yeah no i feel good though i feel fine i like that it was nice podcasting
1: dude we had a crazy workout yesterday mm-hmm. are you feeling like 100 how are you feeling off that workout
0: i just feel like i told you earlier like physically
1: tired you feel like dull
0: yeah, like I'm like, oh, my legs are tired. Like my my arms are tired, um, not sleepy tired, just like tired. Yeah, you know shout I mean? out like, to I, the
1: Signal Hill, right? That's a, yeah, that's a workout.
0: Yeah, even like we always run it, but even walking up that thing is like that's that within itself is like that's pretty solid right there too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's tiring as hell.
1: The hill. We're gonna try to hit the hill at least twice a week. Mm-hmm. That's our kind of our thing, and. That's a full body. Like my biceps get tired on that hill. The lactic acid that you build up, it's so good for you. Mm -hmm. But don't you feel like you've accomplished a lot once you're done with that workout? You're like, Mm -hmm. that was a mean workout we just did. The first
0: two are horrible. Mm -hmm. When we run all the way up and they make the other ones feel so much lighter and easier because you're like, oh, I only have to run half the hill now or, oh, I'm only running the wall. Mm-hmm. It makes, I, mean, I mean, it's steep the whole way. So it's not like it flattens out on the, on the smaller ones, but it feels so much easier doing those because you've done the long, horrible ones. And then now it's like, oh, I only have to run 50 meters,
1: you know? So we only did those, um, like those last, we did two, 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 and then we did like what the full hill and then like two thirds of the hill and then like one A short third one, hill, yeah. like two little sprints at the end. Although those sprints I wasn't going hundred percent, I was pushing it harder than I've pushed it in months. Yeah. And uh, my hamstring did you feel was it? I'm not saying like I pulled a hamstring, but when I was walking Kino, it was so fatigued like mm. the step right before you're like, Oh should I actually pulled my hamstring, it was so really? sore walking that I was like, Oh, I actually did a little something. So I need to Are train sore? more of that. No, I'm no. good. Um, I, I'm dull yeah that's so I'm not how sore, i feel too. but i'm like legit just don't like i can feel my body recovering mm-hmm. so i need to hydrate and then like i'm not going to do any running we'll probably just do some core and then after your nap like some stretching mm-hmm. most likely but um yeah like nothing crazy i'm really proud of us though yeah it's a it's it's the the shit like it's the real workout you know? yeah so
0: getting back into it
1: anything, it's hard how was your early morning shift though good i made well
0: it was nice changed all the mannequins in the store.
1: Oh, you had naked mannequins.
0: Yeah, so it changed all that. Um, I ended up buying some jeans after work, babe. They were eleven dollars. Nice. Yeah, so cheap.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm not mad at you for buying clothes because I know here in a couple years when this podcast blows up and I just have trucks laying around.
0: <laughs> no, I know, and it's not that I'm like I usually don't spend money on clothes. Like I very rarely buy clothes, but I mean the the, the jeans were eleven dollars. It's not like it's like you know. And then this shirt I got for, like, $35. Nice. So, um, but, yeah, like, it very rarely happens that we have jeans that work well for me in-store. But these, I think, were some, less someone had returned them, so they ended up being in the sales section, and then they were super cheap. I so. like
1: that. And I just, my only pet peeve is just people that take forever in the store. Hmm. I don't like it when you're, like, fuck, looking through every article. Like, yeah. if you know what you want and you do it, do it.
0: Yeah. I might just have to get these tailored a little bit in the back, but... It's fine. People do that, you know.
1: How much was the bodysuit? Remember, I told you to look into that. Did you ever find that denim bodysuit or whatever it was? Oh, called? the jumpsuit. Yeah, jumpsuit. Sorry.
0: Um, I didn't find that one, but I found other ones. Is a
1: bodysuit the thing that goes that up your crack? Up your cr- oh, yeah, that's denim. a bodysuit. Oh, jeez. Talk about Ooh, a rash. Can you imagine? Right? Let
0: me see though. Good American is apparently that the brand that they. Oh, dang it! I saw on Instagram the other day, um, like a Good American ad for um they were basically looking for their new models basically Uh. and i sent it to josephine and i was like oh my god we should apply because it was you you apply and then you go to one of their stores and you get like photos taken and things like that
1: Mm, and then the
0: finalists um will be featured like in the edits and stuff when was it but we totally forgot to apply for it last day was
1: sunday or something like
0: that um but yeah and i was like oh my god we should like do this it's so cool but we ended up not doing that.
1: <clears throat> Did you know that, have you gotten an ad for a TikTok shop? You know, you yeah, can like sell things on that. TikToks mm-hmm. now. That's pretty cool that they're up in their game with that.
0: Okay. Here I have a jumpsuit. It's $155. Oh, all
1: right. It's not it crazy though. It looks like though. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm worried about though, is that your, lo- your, your long legs, legs are long and your torso is so petite. Mm. Is it going to fit right? right? You're probably going to put it on and be like, ah, oh, it doesn't work for me, right?
0: No, I think it's fine. Hmm. It all depends on the inseam.
1: What, what is the inseam? Is the that,
0: inseam that the thing that goes is, down the growing? Yeah, the inseam is basically from your crotch down to, your, to the ground. Okay. Or to, yeah, or to like where the pants end. Um, and here it says that the inseam is 20 inches, so they're pretty short. Um, the pants are pretty short. From for my liking, mm-hmm. I like having them at least like thirty,
1: minimum. So, so if you won't wear overalls, but you'll wear something like that,
0: yeah, I would for sure wear this before I wear overalls. Gotcha. That's a hundred percent. Yeah, I don't mind a jumpsuit; they're kind of cute.
1: She mat uh Clarissa mentioned the Coraline movie. Mm-hmm. Would you, you want to watch Coraline?
0: I really don't. I've um, never
1: seen it. I just remember being scared as a kid and being yeah, like, "Yeah, no, I good. don't feel like watching the thing." That's kind of <laughs> scary.
0: We what I um, saw though, I found this thing on, I think it was Pinterest or TikTok maybe. Let me actually find it. It was like, oh that kid is kind of funny. It was thirty-one movies to watch in December. Jeez. Yeah, basically one every day. Okay. Day one, I'll just do the first 10 days here. I'm not gonna do all 31.
1: Are these the top like 10 of the list?
0: Yeah, day one, day sure. two, day Go three. Go ahead, I like that. Day one, we got Elf.
1: I I've never Elf. watched that one, never seen Elf. Mm-mm. We'll, we'll make that two, mandatory. Day two,
0: we got the Grinch. Okay, day three, Home
1: Alone. Home Alone's good. Have you seen Home Alone?
0: Yeah, day four, Home Alone 2.
1: Have you seen Home Alone 2? Yeah, nice.
0: Day five, The Santa Claus
1: with Tim Allen. Yeah, cool.
0: Day six, Jack Frost. I never saw that one.
1: Which one is Jack Frost? Let me see. With, With Michael uh, Keaton. Oh, uh, I don't really remember that one. I never one. saw that one.
0: Day seven, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Is that your favorite so I far? I love.
1: That's my mom's favorite too. Yeah. That's funny.
0: Day eight, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Is that the I never claymation? Saw that one.
1: The claymation? Yeah.
0: That's a little scary looking. Day nine, A Christmas Story. That's,
1: oh, that's This fire. one's old. Yep. I mean that one's good too. That's a and good one. And then
0: day ten, Christmas with the cranks. I like that one. <laughs> I like I, that one too. I he's... wonder honestly babe, we're gonna watch these like all throughout December. No, I would love to.
1: Is the list with the who's the short Danny Devino, remember? And mm-hmm. then uh is it the guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think? Where? Uh, I don't know what the name of the movie is, but oh deck the halls is deck the halls on that list
0: Oh, yeah, that's day 11.
1: Oh nice. Yeah, that's a good one Let
0: me see if that scary scary movie that my parents made us watch for christmas is on here It's called a christmas carol Oh no, It's not because that was so scary. Um You know i've never watched the nightmare before christmas
1: Oh, is that with uh, jack skeleton? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one
0: Um, what was i gonna say though. Yeah my every christmas my parents had us watch a christmas carol and it was that it was an old one it was scary it was like a live version one it wasn't it wasn't mm. like animated it wasn't anything. like the
1: one the new one is it jim carrey that's the new one too i have no clue but, but
0: yeah uh it was scary <coughs> i didn't like it at all it was it's like the mr scrooge yeah like that story
1: no. Have you seen the one, though, from maybe 10 years ago where Jim Carrey played Scrooge?
0: No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, but we'll this one that is from like the 70s shit. Yeah, or fuck 80s. Yeah. yeah, this one's
1: from like the 80s. But this one's good. But as mm-hmm. a kid, I got scared by it. Yeah. Um, I like it, though. I'm feeling a little more festive now. This is kind of like we got, what, Halloween coming up here in a couple of days. Well, and with good. like
0: Christmas stuff, it's nice that we have a space that like we can actually decorate a little bit in
1: here. All right, go ahead, do whatever you want. I I'm not care. saying have
0: a big ass tree, but like we can put some things
1: I agree do whatever around you the apartment. Do. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Just don't try to consult me for anything. Just I like will. the rug yesterday. No, Which one do you want? I'm like, I'm sitting on the chair. You're like,
0: let me go sit down. Yeah, I
1: was like, I'm sure you'll figure it out. I, I could figure it out based on like the price. It was like, Hey, just buy like a fifty dollar rug. Mm-hmm. There's only gonna be like five options of fifty dollar rugs. I mean, there. I
0: would have wanted a super like if it was up to me. And we don't have a bunch of sand around or we don't have quinoa around. I would have wanted like a high pile f- fluffy one. Yeah. But those are pretty hard to
1: keep clean. Well, um, if, it, if it was up to me, I'd want the rug that fits best in the back of my brand new Dodge Ram pickup truck. But I have to get a truck in order to get that rug. Shut so up. <laughs> doesn't, like We're just making shit up, you know? <laughs> um festive though you know who's not feeling festive Kino, yeah <laughs> he's not liking the halloween decorations no. he'll be walking around and he does bark at like a good amount of
0: we might have to get him a costume for oh, halloween okay what do you want him what to be what
1: do you think uh, fuck it's your idea what do you want
0: no josephine sent me those links uh, um
1: oh yeah what were the options <laughs> again
0: let's see she sent me like three, and then now she just sent something else in our family group chat. I'm going to take a look at it in a second. Okay, the first one is a sheep. Okay. We can have him be a sheep.
1: <laughs> that one looks sad.
0: Or he can be a cop. It says I like pup cop. officer good
1: boy dog costume. I like that one. That's the number one.
0: And then the third one is chainsaw pup dog costume. <laughs> no,
1: I like the cop because he's a little narc.
0: Pup officer good boy dog costume that's actually cute and oh. then okay let's see the last one that she sent she sent something about kino and Bo. let's see
1: oh it's like a buddy costume oh
0: Bo can be the little mermaid ariel okay <laughs> and then kino can be the chainsaw <laughs> <laughs>
1: i like that that's funny we can do the chainsaw if Bo does the little mermaid ariel <laughs> oh his face would be like why are you doing this to me
0: that's hilarious oh that pug doesn't look happy. Nice. Pugs just don't
1: look happy in general, though.
0: Pugs are funny.
1: They're always a little off.
0: I love pugs.
1: What's your favorite little dog right now?
0: Um, right now, I would say a
1: long-haired wiener dog. The blonde one? Stop, like, sucking on the mic, please. <laughs> long-haired wiener dog. Yeah, I like that one. I'll take a long hair wiener dog. I would also Or
0: a little kava poo.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't want anything poodly or anything like that. Mm. I'll do, if I was going to do like a little dog right now, a little Jack Russell.
0: Ooh, I don't like Jack Russells. Yeah. No one's It's aggressive. probably hard to get a good one. They're not like cute and cozy. You think so? No, they're not. They're just like, oof, what are you? Do
1: you remember that Jack Russell I had to walk? Ugh. They and needed
0: like a muzzle.
1: He thought he was getting like. Taken to prison every yeah, single literally. time I walked in there. The
0: slaughterhouse.
1: And I remember it was good money because she wanted me to walk him like two or three times a day sometimes. And
0: she paid you good.
1: Yeah. So I took a baseball mitt. I don't even remember where I oh, found that's the baseball right. mitt, remember? And, um, I took his little leash and then I treated his head as a baseball. So he would, he would go around, I'd back him up into a corner and then I would just put the baseball mitt and then he would try to bite the mitt Mm -hmm. and I would just catch his head like a ball, baseball, basically Mm -hmm. put his little leash on. And then as soon as I got his leash on and kind of dragged him out to the street, he was chill. It was just crazy. He was like, I ain't going back. I ain't going like he was on parole and he's trying to jump bail or something. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Interesting jack russells are cool i liked i think i respected the fight that he had in him i was like all right
0: it just seems like an like an older man dog like you have to be at least 65 to get a jack russell mm-hmm. you know
1: uh, all right well when i'm 65 i'll get a jack russell <laughs> <laughs> what That's else funny. little dogs i haven't really been seeing anything like little that i like hmm.
0: i think i used to like little dogs not like tiny tiny but like smaller dogs now I do prefer like medium size can we to get like you, can bigger dogs. Can we
1: get you a little Schnauzer? A baby Schnauzer, like a little, little no, one. not the giant, the little one. Oh, take they are one? actually really, really cute. <laughs> I actually do like Schnauzers a lot. I'll take a Schnauzer before a Jack Russell. Yeah, I change it.
0: We should get a Jack. Well, we should get a Schnauzer.
1: Yeah, we might as well get a Jack. They have
0: they have mini. And and they have middle ones. Yeah. Like standard schnauzers.
1: The giant ones are nice though.
0: Yeah, I love the giant ones. Those are huge.
1: How'd you sleep last night? I slept good. Really?
0: The only time I woke up was when you woke up. Like you were up at like what two or three?
1: Yeah. So it was weird because I had a great sleep cycle. That's what I wanted to learn more about sleep too, so hop on Google in a second. But I um Had a sleep. We went to bed at like nothing crazy. Did our taco Tuesday, right? And then crashed out pretty much after we cleaned. I slept for what, four hours, something like that. Five hours. Woke up at I think 2.15 or 2.30, babe. I felt good. I was not hurting. Nothing was good. So this is what I did. I was like, oh, well, if I'm not hurting, let me go watch a little bit of TV. Like maybe grab a snack. I think I grabbed some milk and cookies Mm. and sat down and like watched 15 minutes of uh Stand up or something like that. See, I
0: didn't wake up from that. I think I woke up when you laid back down.
1: Okay. So I was sitting here doing my thing. Kino boy even got, oh no, he was crashed out on our, on the carpet. Oh.
3: So he wasn't even in
1: our room. He was just in the carpet like, this is nice. Mm-hmm. This is a good carpet you guys got, got me. And uh, yeah, I hung out and then went to bed. He followed us in and then I laid back down, but I was up for maybe 90 minutes, something like that. And then I uh, ended up going back into REM And then your alarm went off at four and I felt fucked up from Mm. that. So I don't know if it was the fact that I got waken up out of REM. Probably. And it just, it it was really bad. And I was like, gosh, I'm going to get a migraine if I don't like take it away. So how many sleep cycles do people go through?
3: Let's see. And we can't spell for shit.
0: Okay. The cycle starts over every 80 to 100 minutes. Oh. Usually there are four to six cycles per night. You may wake up briefly between cycles.
1: I didn't know that. That's cool. And then there's
0: also four sleep stages.
1: And then all four of those stages happen for a cycle and a cycle happens, you said 40 to 60 minutes or 60 to 100 minutes?
0: 80 to 100 minutes.
1: So 80 to 100 minutes. Okay, so yeah. if you sleep eight hours, you probably go through, what, like five or six cycles then?
0: Yeah, it says usually you do four to six cycles per night.
1: Okay. Yeah, I was definitely in the deeper end of a cycle, and just, I felt wrecked.
0: So basically, there's four stages of sleep. Three of them are non-REM sleep, and then, so then we got stage one This stage is the transition between wakefulness and sleep.
1: Okay, so what is stage one called?
0: It's just called stage one of non-REM sleep.
1: Okay, and then what is stage two? And then stage
0: two is also non-REM. It is when
1: you reach stage two, you are asleep. So what's the difference between stage one and two?
0: Between one and two is from stage one, in, in stage one, you go from being awake to being asleep. And then when you are asleep, you're in stage two.
1: Okay, and then what's the difference between two and three? And
0: then stage three is also non-REM. And it says this stage is called deep sleep or slow wave sleep after a particular pattern that appears in measurements of brain activity. You usually spend more time in this stage early in the night.
1: Okay, so my question is, you go, I'm going to sleep stage one. I'm asleep stage two. Is that slow wave or fast wave?
0: Stage three is slow wave.
1: So is stage two fast wave? It doesn't say. Well,
0: what, why the fuck doesn't say that? And then but there's REM sleep.
1: That's the only one I knew. During
0: REM sleep, your eyes twitch and your brain is active.
1: I've never seen anybody's eye. Maybe I'll f- mess with you tonight. No, well,
0: you might see like... Flickering? Yeah, like your actual eyeball
1: moves. Yeah, I'll try to open your eye and <laughs> see if it's like tweaking out.
0: Um, brain activity measured during REM sleep is similar to your brain's activity during waking hours. Oh, nice. Dreaming usually happens during REM sleep. Your muscles normally become limp to prevent you from acting out your dreams <laughs>
1: You usually have more is there a condition where people like act out their dreams what if there there's got to be right? where somebody has to get tied down because they're like fighting in their dreams or doing something crazy? yeah
0: and then it says, um dreaming um oh yeah, you usually have more REM sleep later in the night but you do not have as much REM sleep in colder temperatures. Mm. This is because during REM sleep, your body does not regulate its, p- its temperature properly.
1: Okay. Mm. REM sleep behavior disorder. RBD is a sleep disorder in which you physically act out your dreams unknowingly while you're asleep. Damn. The movements can cause injury to you and your bed partner, especially if you're acting out violent nightmares. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so here's my theory. I think that I hit REM sleep more than you, mm-hmm. but I sleep like less than you. Mm. So I think I'm a good, I'm a strong REM sleeper, but I'm not a strong sleeper. Gotcha. What do you think? Does that make sense? Yeah. How I are guess. you? I, think I,
0: I guess I'm not a deep REM sleeper then. But
1: you're a good sleeper. But I'm
0: a sleep good sleeper in general. Huh. Whatever that means.
1: Yeah. So I'm even efficient in my dreams, huh? Mm -hmm. Cool. What else you got?
0: I'm scheduling a podcast episode with Melissa.
1: Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. Shout out to her. Hopefully we'll have her on soon. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't have any dreams last night because I had a horrible night's sleep. But when I woke up, babe, I was dehydrated. This Mm -hmm. is important. You're probably going to want to hear this. This one was, I was dehydrated and lack of sleep. I didn't feel the tingling in my fingertips or my toes that I know is like a migraine's coming. I was feeling a light buzz. It was like my whole left limb. I think it was even a little bit in my right. Like I was just feeling not good. So I was trying yeah. to get asleep sleep as fast as possible. Once I woke up though, I was a hundred percent, but yeah, I can't get dehydrated Mm-mm. and I need to start. Uh, I need sleep and hydration. Yeah. That's not, cause I don't really stress out over shit anymore like Mm-mm. i'm not gonna because i feel like stressing is kind of up to me yeah to where i'm like you know am i really gonna react to this or think about it just think about something else have a good time right mm-hmm. so that's cool
0: yeah you want to head to home goods
1: fuck yeah let's go get that in here <laughs> let's go grab a little snacky snack on the way yeah and yeah thank I you love guys you.
0: for listening love you